Um, I have Adam Schefter from ESPN on the line. He heard a rumor. Oh, great. Tell Schefter to stick his rumor up. Sunny. Adam Schefter, whose feet still have not touched the ground. He's floating. He's a Michigan man. After the events of the other day. And like every other Michigan man, thankful for the bizarre play call at the end of the game there by Alabama. Good morning, Adam Schefter, who joins us, presented by Twin Peaks, Eats, Drinks, and Scenic Views. Are you still rocking your Michigan gear that I've seen you wearing on television every day since the other day? Well, good morning, Mike. Good morning, Stink. And no, I am not wearing the Michigan gear right now, but it will go back on in time for Monday night's game. Don't you worry. Oh, man, I'm so excited for you. Were you there? Were you at the Rose Bowl, or are you just too busy? You're too busy working. Well, Stink, I uh, I invited over some family members. We sat around. We watched it here. And I said, you know, to go out there, I looked into it. You have to go out there New Year's Eve, and it just would be a lot, and you got to get back for work. I mean, obviously, life always gets in the way. And I said, you know what? If they win that game, if they're fortunate enough to beat Alabama, there's no way – uh, I don't think I'd go to the Rose Bowl because Monday is the day when head coaches are fired, right? Right. And then my son called me and he's like, all my coworkers at work are saying you have to go. And I'm like, well, uh, are they going to cover my contract if I get fired if we miss any news on Bill Belichick? And they said that they would cover that. So once he said that, then I began to look at the plans and it looks like right now we're tracking, tracking to be able to take my son and daughter to the game on Monday. I'll just do work from... ESPN sets in Houston on Monday. We'll see who gets fired that day, and uh, and then we'll come back and resume our normal activities. Wow! So ESPN has your back. They're they're willing to take the Adam Schefter cap hit. Yeah. You know what? It, 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 it's uh, it's not them. It's me. It's like, can I do my job from there the way I need to do it? And I've made the decision that I'm going to try to do that. I think. Yeah. Again, I'm still waiting for a couple of pieces to pull together, hotels, flights, whatnot, but. We're, we're, we're trying to get it together to go, so we'll see if we can make it happen. Adam, I've, I've been around you for a long time. I've known you for a long time, and, and we've watched games together, and you're very you know, stoic, and you're doing your work while you're watching the game, and you're reaching out to people and stuff. Who is Adam Schefter when Michigan is playing? Are you crazy? You, you know, Snake, i got to tell you something. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm not much different. I get more excited over my fancy team on Sunday. My, uh, <laughs> Did you fancy win your team, fancy? I was playing for the championship. I was playing for the fancy championship in the War Room League versus Stefania, and, and they needed a Brandon Johnson touchdown, and he got down to the one-yard line. And if he had gotten in, I would have won the championship. So uh, it didn't happen, and, and I was going nuts then. And then Monday night, I was very reserved for a long period of time, but I will say that in the fourth quarter, in the height of the moment, I did get a little bit swept up, and I was – you know, my voice is a little throaty and scratchy right now because I, it might have it might have something to do with yelling at my it might it might <laughs> that's awesome yeah by the way since we're talking about Michigan Jim Harbaugh is yeah. he gonna stay at Michigan and sign a big contract or do you expect him to move to the NFL you know I think here's the deal there he hired Don Yee, who is really an NFL agent with deep roots with Sean Payton and Tom Brady and he, I think, is open to listening. I think it's up to the NFL to put together a situation, an opportunity, an offer that's better than the one he has in Michigan. If there's a better opportunity offer than the one in Michigan, I think he goes. If it's not, I think he stays. So really, you tell me, is there going to be an NFL team that materializes, that wants him badly enough, that pays him enough, that 
is a good enough situation with the right quarterback? Is all that going to fit together and happen in the course of the next few weeks to make him want to go? Again, I think he's absolutely open to entertaining it. And I think in the right situation, he'd go. But it had to be absolutely perfect. And uh, we'll see whether that opportunity comes along. Uh, Oh, go ahead. Not, not he goes back to Ann Arbor. Like, he knows he's got a good thing there. What's up? Some NFL team to come up with something better. Let's see if that happens. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see exactly who uh, who's out there and who who puts a proposal together. Uh, speaking of proposals and putting them together, we talked to you about this last week. Obviously, it looks like Russell's days here in Denver are done. They're going to take that cap hit, and uh, such is life. They're going to move on from Russell Wilson. Um, you know, last week we we talked to you about the potential of moving on, and, and, and are there any fits? Have you heard any other whispers about Russell Wilson and who might be interested in Russell Wilson moving forward uh, as it looks like he won't be here in Denver? Well, I, I just think you look at the teams that are out there right now with quarterback questions, right? Like Atlanta struggled with its quarterback play this year. Pittsburgh was inconsistent with its quarterback play. Minnesota may need somebody if it loses Kirk Cousins. So to me, I think it's the obvious teams that have obvious quarterback questions. I mean, you look at it, I look at it, Mike looks at it, we all look at it, and guess what? Russell looks at it. And you just see that. You, you, you know that they're going to need a new quarterback in Atlanta, that they might need a new quarterback in Pittsburgh, depending on what happens with Kirk Cousins, maybe Minnesota. Those are places that, to me, they're all in play. They all have to take a look at Russell. Will there be any kind of uh, grievance filed against the Broncos, against Sean Payton, by the NFLPA after the way that uh, the, the Broncos handled or allegedly handled uh, Russell Wilson with the, the contract clause and the threats of benching and all of that? I, I guess it could always happen. I think that we're into January. This happened over two months ago. And so I think if it was going to happen, it would have happened by now. And it didn't. So I think all sides are, I think for now, everybody's moving on. Now, um, could Denver not grant Russell's release when he wants it? Could Russell be, I mean, you have to see how it plays out. But my guess is that we've gone this far without a grievance, that we will continue on without a grievance, but I reserve the right to change my mind depending on any issues that might arise in the future between the two sides. Adam, I was thinking that after this season, there may be as many as 10 coaches that uh, end up getting fired. And now you've seen some with Antonio Pierce and you've had people come out with the Raiders organization, Devontae Adams and several others say, hey, man, he's our guy. He should be the head coach. Um, You've had a vote of confidence in Atlanta, I think, uh, even in Chicago, uh, which looked like Eberflus was going to be gone. I don't know what the situation there is, but. Where do you think we are come Monday? How many job openings do you predict will be uh, will will be open um, come Monday? Well, here's what I would say, Sting. I think that the NFL has done what it could to slow things down this year. Um, they're not allowing people, and I'm just trying to still figure out the rules, to be honest. They're not allowing people to interview coaching candidates until after the divisional playoff round. Okay, so it used to be that on Monday morning, everyone's rushing to go fire their guy because they got to get out there that week because there's a wild card game and you want to go interview the coordinator on the wild card team. But guess what? You don't have to do that. Now, I think that that slows it down a little bit. Um, we've already had three changes, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Panthers. 
The Commanders, we all expect to be number four. No surprise. And then we've got a question uh, around, I think, to your point, about a half dozen more teams that could go either way, right? What's going to happen in New England? What's going to happen in Chicago? What's going to happen in Atlanta? What's going to happen in New Orleans? What's going to happen in Tampa if they don't win the division this weekend? What's going to happen in Tennessee? What's going to happen with a surprise team that all of a sudden we weren't expecting? All of a sudden this team makes a change the way that a couple of years ago the Miami Dolphins hired my, uh, Brian Flores that Monday morning. I remember getting a call and thinking, Brian Flores, nobody talked about that. And there he was. Right? So that sometimes happens. Look, we've got three. We're going to get to four. And then there's questions uh, with about six different more teams. Finally, Adam, the controversial finish to the Dallas-Detroit game. Now, do oh, I have this? That was controversial. <laughs> yeah. That was do controversial. I, that was controversial. Do, do, now, do I have this yeah. right? The NFL has admitted and acknowledged to its teams that Brad Allen and his crew screwed up. Correct? Yeah. Well, I don't think they've acknowledged. I don't think the NFL's acknowledged it. I think the NFL has acknowledged, yes, maybe the referees got the call wrong. They're sticking with the pool report, but... I think the feeling has been all along that Detroit tried to trick Dallas and wound up tricking the officials instead. So there's some blame for the officials. That's fine. But what do you, what do, you do to explain the tripping call on the Cowboys tight end, Aiden Hendershot, that was really against Aiden Hutchins? They called the wrong team for tripping, setting up Dallas with a second and 25 that got Detroit at the ball that resulted in that call that was even worse than the other call. <laughs> So, so proof that the the NFL officials they they are graded and they are held accountable. So this this crew will not be allowed to do a playoff game. That's correct. No, that that's not correct yet. Not um, yet. The, and I said this over the weekend, and I love in the world that we live in, like things get turned into other things. But basically, the NFL grades officials each game. They they get a good grade or they get downgraded. Those grades are used form a final tally to determine whether or not a, uh, an official gets promoted, advanced, whatever you want to say, assigned in the postseason. I'm going to guess, it's not a report, I'm going to guess that that game Saturday night did not help the Brad Allen crew. Yeah, I mean, obviously, probably not. But they so. are calling a game, they are calling a high-profile game this week. Well, sure, yeah. Oh, Steelers-Ravens. They're given out in advance, so uh, I think that was probably done in advance. Yeah, no, it's done. It's done several weeks. I was on a uh, on the plane back from Washington, what I called San Francisco, Washington, and uh, and there was an official on that, and he they, they already knew their week eighteen. We didn't know our week eighteen yet, so they know the games. Uh, although they, I, I suppose the NFL could say, "Hey, you know, you're off a high profile game. We're going to put you on a different game if they wanted to." Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but they didn't do that. So, yeah, anyhow. Exactly. anyhow, um, so you're going, anyhow. you're going, to, yes, you, you better be doing the Buccaneers Panthers on Sunday. <laughs> no, no, I am. I, yes, that's good. That's good. Yes, Adam. I, I, like that. I wish I like I'm that. actually, I was nervous about that because we're trying to jump on a plane, uh, right after the game and, and meet my family. We're going to Hawaii and, uh, and I got cool. the, I got yeah. the, uh, San Francisco LA Rams game. So I'm. I oh, gotta, that's, well, that's perfect for that. Yes, that's right. So as yeah, soon but, as but I get done really, calling the game, I really, go to. It's really. Go ahead. It's, it's terribly, it's terribly unfair, 
that you are not going to be the voice that decides the NFC South. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's just not right. Yeah, well, you know, I, I, I said, hey, I'd like to do that game, guys, but I'm afraid that Tepper might throw a beer on me. So I decided to to, to walk away from that one. Uh, hey, come on, $300,000 for that? Chump change. Come on. Guys, what do you think? Well, I, I think it's great that things go to Hawaii's family. I think that's awesome. What part of Hawaii are We're going to Oahu. We, uh, you know, my wife's got family over there, Adam, so it's always a kind of a, a gathering, if you will. Okay. Well, that's nice. Yeah. I hope everybody has a great trip there. All their slurs have a great trip to Hawaii, to Oahu. Well, good luck to Michigan. Yes. And um, we'll we'll be we'll be secretly rooting for you. Uh, to be happy because we want Adam Schefter to be happy and uh, enjoy yourself well, on Monday. And I'll be, I'll be looking forward to hearing you on Tuesday just to see how your voice sounds after screaming yourself hoarse on Monday. That'll be fun. You know what? I, I actually thought about that. I'm like, if I do go on Monday, in all honesty, I think I need to exercise great body language and remember that my voice is part of my currency. Yes. And I can't blow it acting like a freshman in college. I can't do that. Like I'm I'm fifty seven years old now. It's time to act like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can't be doing keg stands in the parking lot. Or, well, maybe, you can. or maybe you, you can. Could. You or could. maybe you, you can. Could. Why not? I would right. actually like to see Adam shirtless with that uh, man, that, uh, that Kirk Cousins uh the necklace yeah. on doing a cake stand. I, I too, too many people ever too many people already have seen me shirtless. Uh, we don't want we don't any more to see that. Adam you're the best. Thanks. Thanks Adam. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. Yep. Adam Schefter, our ESPN NFL insider, presented by Twin Peaks Eats, Drinks, Scenic Views.